What is going on, y'all? Welcome to the Joel Friday TV podcast. I am Joel Friday. Bienvenido. Welcome to the show. It's Monday. We back at it for another week, and we got some interesting stuff to talk about today, guys. Before we get started, do me a favor. Hit that like button. Smack it. Lay the smack down on the like, subscribe, and share button. Tell your peoples, 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 peoples about the show so we can get the subscribers up and the message out. Make sure you do that now. ASAP, you still got time. Topics to be covered. Today, we're going to get into a little bit of, you see the title, the Grammys a little bit briefly, and then we're going to talk about this thing, Steroid Olympics. I thought it was like a fake thing, but there's actually something going on when it comes to Steroid Olympics, and there's a push for this, and I want to get into that because what? Why? And win. But it's a thing. So we're going to get into that. And maybe some other stuff. Um, as well as your Super Chats. I am going to get to your Super Chats as well. I missed some of them last week. I'm going to get to those as well. So stay tuned. Remember, it is a talk show. So you can call in at 888-775-3773. And we can talk about today's show, last week's show, whatever you want to talk about. We can get into it. We can argue. We can fight. We can disagree. We can agree we could fellowship on the name of jesus i'm here for it so you can do that for whatever reason if you cannot call in but you have some question or comments you can send a super chat as you guys know by hitting the super chat button there in the in the chat box or by going directly to buymeacoffee.com slash joel friday tv um the link is in the description and there you could donate a donut not a real donut but a donation in the form of donut. And there I'll be able to read your question or comments live on air. And also you'll be supporting the show. And that's appreciated. So you can do that. Carver with the super chat out the gate already. Thank you, Carver. I appreciate it. Says, hey, Joel, what's the deal with the Grammys? We're going to get into it right now a little bit. A little bit of stuff going on with the Grammys because it's interesting because I never watch these things. And uh, just because um, I'm not interested like I once was, but for, for two is that they're just weird. They just begin weird sometimes. And they be like pushing weird stuff and like there's an agenda and all these things, right? And also the Grammys oftentimes is rigged. You know what I mean? And I was watching a little bit yesterday, the Grammys, um, and I watched like the first like 20 minutes or so. And um, I seen like a couple people perform like, Olivia Rodrigo, Billie Eilish, and Miley Cyrus. I've seen them. Now, mind you, um, as I'm watching, I think it was... So Olivia Rodrigo performed first, I think. I don't know what order. But I'm watching her, and she has actually has some good songs. Like, she actually has some pretty decent, you know, like, upbeat, rock, fun type of songs. They're actually pretty good. Like, legit legitly good songs but um her performance was like so boring like 
she has rock music. She has she's like she has this rock music, right? So it's very energetic and up tempo. And she's sitting there like still and singing it like as if it's a ballad, not moving around at all, barely moving her lips. And I'm thinking like, this is rock. Why aren't you like jamming out, rocking out? Like that's what the people want to see. They want the energy, right? But she's just out there like, meanwhile, like the 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 music in the background is like drums, guitar, like, and she just like, I'm an amani. I was thinking, like, what the, this is boring. So her performance was boring. And then Billie Eilish went up there and um, sang that, um, what's that one song? Uh, uh, what Was I Made For? Which is not a bad song, right? It's a decent song. What Was I Made For? It's like this slow ballad. And she's, like, singing in this whisper voice. And it's kind of cute. But, like, her performance... Her brother was on the piano. She was singing it. And she was just up there, like, singing, like, What was I mean? And it was boring. Just boring. No life to it. And then after, she, like, did a little smile. And everybody, like, um, screaming and clapping. And they lying because it was boring. Right? So I'm like, okay, this is not that entertaining. So then Miley Cyrus comes up. And um, sings her song, Flowers, right? I can buy myself flowers. You guys know that song. And um, now she does the exact opposite, right? Everybody else is boring. Now she's singing this boring song, Flowers, with all kinds of energy. And it's off. I'm like, okay, now she finally bringing energy, but to a, a song that ain't got none. And she's doing like extra. She's like, she's just doing this weird type of performance thing. And then everybody knows it's boring too because she's like, don't act like you, she stops in the middle of the song and she's like, don't act like you guys don't know the words. Sing along. You know it's boring when you got to tell people to sing along. You know what I mean? So that's just the vibe of the Grammy for me. It's like, what are we doing here? And then also what I realized is that over the years is that it's the politics involved, the music politics involved in these things are just so insane. Like people who you think should win, don't win. People who you don't think should win, win or whatever, right? It's just all like not real. Nothing's real. And... Hassan mentioned there was this one performance that might have been good. I didn't get to see it because I turned it off first 15 minutes. I couldn't handle it. Um, but Hassan watched uh, Travis Scott perform at the end, and Hassan said that was really good. I didn't see it. I guess he was, like, throwing chairs on stage or something. And it got crazy. I don't know. That's more energy than uh, the other people. So, but I don't know. It's just, like disingenuous especially when you really start to see what's going on you just like they're just boring all this money you know how many millions go into making that show happen and like and even the people who get the awards and who go don't respect it because they don't know if it's if they're deserving of the award or not
So it's just like weird stuff. So I, I'm not. It just. I don't try to not watch it because I'm like against the world. It's not like it's not like that. It's just that it's just lit, actually boring. You know what I mean? It, it, there's no life in it. So I just wanted to talk about that. If you guys didn't watch it, you ain't missed nothing. I mean, according to the song, maybe you missed the Travis Scott thing at the end, but you can see that on YouTube. So that's why I don't watch these things. And Oh, oh, my last point that I wanted to make. Because I was thinking about the people who were performing and why they were so boring. Is of course they're not trying and intentionally trying to be boring, right? But I realize that these people, and I don't know this like for sure, for sure, for sure, but I have a pretty good idea. The reason why these people are so boring is because they have absolute terror up there performing. Like they are so nervous and scared. And it cripples them and they can't actually do entertain because they don't know how they have all this fear and that's like what i was getting when i was watching some of these people perform right there's just no life because fear takes your life away steals it and i was just thinking about how when you get to a certain status naturally like you grow into things and not just like you're plastered into fame Right. But when you grow into these things, your actual your natural energy and your life source and your confidence in what you do grows as well. So when you hit that stage in the right timing, this is how it used to be back in the day. Right. When you hit um, that confidence and you hit the stage, then you were able to be an entertainer properly. But now these people get one hit song. And the world makes them this popular um, musician. And they're not even really properly paired, prepared internally to handle all these things. So they're not even really doing what we're wishing for them to do. Because they're scared. So they're cutting all these corners and getting to this place that's like undeserved. Right? Too soon. And that's the world. So these people are boring, not because they're just like boring. They want to be boring. It's that they're afraid, crippled by fear, but yet rich, money, house, cars. Some of them are probably not even that rich because, you know, the labels, as we all know, kind of, uh, you know. They, they get you. But they got all that stuff that we want, but up there, scared as I don't know what. So cutting corners is the point that's going to lead me in my, into my next thing. 888-775-3773. You can call in and we can talk and chat about whatever you want to get into. Um, so there's this guy, how's it going, chat? 
Hassan show. Oh my god. Uh, EJ Trill says, Joel, I love you. I love you back, EJ. Appreciate it. Uh, I'm just looking at the chat a little bit here, see what you guys are talking about. Um, username says, as if it wasn't clear enough. A Grammys with no Kanye or blah, 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 ain't no Grammys. <laughs> Jay-Z actually hopped up there, uh, up there and, and did like a Kanye type of move. He said, uh, what did he say? He did like a Kanye thing and said, um, uh, oh, some people on the list weren't. He said, some of you guys were deserving of this Grammys and didn't get it, but some of you guys weren't deserving of a Grammy and were on this list. Like, made, like, a controversial comment. And that was, like, a Kanye thing to do. So, they had to, the Grammys like, look, we need somebody to be, we need a, we need a Kanye somewhere. Jay-Z, go up there and say this. So, that was the most controversy, probably, of the whole night. Um, okay, anyway. So there's this guy by the name of uh, Peter Thiel. Okay? Because we're going to get into this whole steroid Olympics. It makes no sense. But I want to, like, give you guys my perspective on it. Um, use name says Jay-Z is a corny Kanye. I agree. I agree. Um, there's this guy named Peter Thiel. Peter Thiel is a German-American billionaire, entrepreneur, and venture capitalist and political activist. He's a co-founder of PayPal, uh, Palantir Technologies, and the Founders Fund, and he was the first outside investor in Facebook. As of June 2023, Phil has an estimated net worth of $9.7 billion and was ranked 213th on the Bloomberg's Billionaire Index. I don't really trust uh, the net worth things because every artist or every person that I've seen on YouTube that talks about net worth, they always say that Wikipedia gets it wrong. So he may have more or less than, probably more than $9 billion. But anyway, nonetheless, he's a billionaire. And this guy, um, just to give you a little more context, he uh, endorsed, look, he looks kind of tough there, right? He looks like a tough guy, right? And you kind of would think he is because just by the way he looks. And then also he uh, endorsed Trump. He backed Trump. I have a photo of it here. And um, during Trump's... Um, election when Trump was in office, he backed Trump and uh, said he was for him and he supported him, right? Not financially. He makes, that, he makes that clear. Well, at least the article made it clear, right? The Hill. But not financially, but he backed him with his support. Now, obviously, you can see right here they have some type of rapport. They're holding hands. 
But then he switched up. The man then switched up in the middle of uh, uh, Trump's first term. Or oh, first and only term, right? He switched up and, like, pulled back his support and disavowed him and, like, different articles, according to the articles, The Hill, right? It, he disavowed him and said, like, uh, I, did, I had an expectation that uh, I wanted him to meet, and he didn't meet it. And um, so I know like, he no longer has my support type of thing, right? But he goes on to say that I'm not a Trump hater, like a Trump basher, but I just, I'm not a supporter anymore, basically what he said. So, beta male. He switched up. But I say all that things, I say those, I make those points to make this point. Because giving you that context is now going to make sense why he would do something so crazy like this that I'm about to tell you. Right? He's the very, he's part of the very problem with society. And this is like a rich, rich man. Very rich man, white. And he's part of the very problem with society. I can guarantee you. He does, if this is true, right, according to these articles, I'm going based off these articles, if this is true, he is this way in many aspects of his life. But um, there's this article, I got this off of Instagram from Wealth, and uh, this man, Peter Thiel, is... And invest wants to invest in steroid Olympics. And the steroid Olympics won't test for drugs. So what he wants to do um, is this is from Wealth on Instagram. So you can put up the uh, the writing here. This is from Wealth on Instagram. Billionaire Peter Thiel has invested in the enhanced game. So he already invested. A controversial sport event that encourages open use of performance-enhancing drugs, aiming to redefine competitive sports by allowing what is traditionally considered doping. This initiative has sparked a debate facing criticism from various sports and health authorities for potential risk, while its organizing, organizers defend it as a celebration of scientific innovation and a challenge to the current sports ethics framework. The enhanced games positioned as an alternative to traditional Olympics plans to not only permit but also regulate the use of such substances promising a safer environment for athletes to compete under supervision what a freaking mess can I say freaking what a mess you can go back to me so basically what he's saying is that we're going to make a Olympics that is 10 times more entertaining than your traditional Olympics. Um, and we're going to make it so the athletes can safely, this is the trick word, the deceptive words, safely do steroids so you can be entertained, but also so the athletes can like take their skill set to a higher level. That is the most evil thing I've ever seen in my entire life. This is how we weaken society, though. This is how society becomes 
weakened because we take the shortcuts and we don't do anything real anymore, right? We don't do anything that takes a little bit longer, may not be as profitable, but will get the views. So my problem is this, because a lot of people might be like, well, what's so bad about it? Well, it's evident. It's clear that that's insane. But the problem is this is why like society has gotten to where it has, because not only just accepting the shortcuts, but what we're doing is we're starting to trust outside sources. Right. Hear me out. We're starting to trust outside sources. So what do the women do instead of working out? What do they do? Liposuction, breast enhancements, right? They do these things instead of going to the source, right? Taking a little bit longer, working a little bit harder, they take the shortcut. They trust the outside source, right? What do um, um, a lot of people, and this one is going to hit a little bit closer to home, right? <laughs> what do people do when they want energy? What do we do when we want energy? We go get coffee. We go get protein-based um, chocolate bars that have energy in them. We go get Jack 3D. We go get, uh, what's the other thing that they, they use before they work out? Um, Pre-workout. They do all these things, right? Why? Because they want the energy. But, and... And here and there, if you want to do it here and there, that's fine. But that, the point is this. When you get used to this and you enjoy this type of energy, you stop searching within why you don't have energy in the first place. You stop searching. You stop seeking. And you stop trying to figure out how to get the right energy. So when that happens, which is what Satan wants, then you rely on these outside sources when in reality, we would figure out a way to have natural energy. We will figure out a way to unlock the spirit within that has energy that far more greater, 10 times, 20 times, 30 times greater than any type of um, energy enhancement. And the great thing about the spirit is there ain't no crash. You can have energy, but at the same time, take a nap. But you hop on them a monster energy drink or that caffeine, you feeling good till about 2, 3 o'clock. Then you got a migraine. Or now you're feeling weird, achy. Now you want a donut. Like, you can't trick God. We may be able to deceive ourselves for a little while, and we all do it. We're all, we're all guilty of it, but the point is we just got to start being honest about it, be real about it. And I'm not saying don't do it, right? If you want to do it, obviously that's why you're doing it, and you want to, like, feel guilty about it. But at least do it with honesty. Drink the coffee if you're going to drink it, but drink it with honesty, not denial, 
not excuse like well well i kind of need it because i only get three four five six you know what i mean like be real about it at least if you're gonna do it keep doing it if you want but be real about it know what you're doing and know why you're doing it at least because what Satan wants us to do is accept the evil as good. That's what he wants. So I'm going to give you guys a quick example, and then I'm going to get to some super chats and maybe some calls. You guys can call in. They got some lines open, 888-775-3773. There are some lines open, and I want to know what you guys think about this steroid Olympics, right? Or maybe your take on the Grammys or whatever. But I want to give you guys a quick example is that growing up, um, I used to, I played sports my whole life. So I played baseball and football since I was like four, four and seven. And I played all the way to uh, high school. And um, when I was growing up, I was always kind of fast and I can catch really good. So I was a receiver. And back then, well, even now, but even then when I was younger, they had like re- receiver gloves, right? And for those who don't know what receiver gloves are, is that they're gloves that you can buy like at the, like sports, uh, uh, Dick's Sporting Goods and stuff like that, right? The sports stores. And what they do is they have this like, like grip on them that makes you catch the ball easier, right? And they're very popular. Everybody uses them in the NFL. Not, I would say about probably like 90 Nine percent of the athletes use them in um, the NFL, and it, what it does is that helps you catch the ball better, right? For whatever reason, I wasn't trying to be any kind of way. I wasn't trying to like be better than nobody else. I'm a little kid, right? But something always felt wrong about it to me, right? And I always felt, I used to always say this. I always felt like I was cheating by using them. And the reason why is because I always wanted to be able to be proud of doing it with my hands, right? Whether that be I have to focus more, whether that be to have to squeeze the ball tighter when it's thrown at me. But I wanted to be proud of it legitimately, right? So I never wore the gloves. And people used to make fun of me like, just wear the gloves. It's not that deep. Why you got to? And it's not that deep. But I just couldn't do it. So when I watch the NFL now, and I'm using this as a metaphor, so follow along. When I watch this uh, these stuff now, I see all these NFL players, and they, they win all these Heisman trophies and all that stuff. It's like, or like these artists who make these great albums and songs, but they were on drugs when they did it. It's like, what, how could we be proud at the end of the day? How could we, with our chest out, talk the talk like we see everybody do, boast and brag, arrogance on cloud nine, but yet knowing you took the shortcut? How are we open, openly doing that in all areas of life? Taking a shortcut. And I was like, wow. And I always think about that. I'm like, 
these these NFL players got these gloves and they got money, so who knows like the type of grip they got on these gloves, right? And then they catching it with one hand and then they're like proud. Catch the ball with one hand, which is a skill to do, right? It's hard to do. But let me see you do it without a glove, without glue. It's glue. It's literally glue. And you proud of it. But there's no like, that's what I'm saying. That's how we're weakening society because now this man with this steroid Olympics, it's like, okay, so now these people are going to, for the sake of entertainment, now these people are going to be on, can 30 backflips, right? And we're going to be like, oh, that's so cool, right? We're going to be entertained. But like the the spirit and the source is going to be overdone, donezo, gone, bye. The spirit is going to be gone. No one's going to go within. No one's going to look within. No one's going to have the light of God. No one's going to reflect God. We're not going to see true Christianity. We're not going to see what Jesus is supposed to look like. We're not going to see the way back to God. We're not going to have nothing because we keep going further and further away. And Cat Williams might be the only real one left. <laughs> I, don't, I don't agree with everything that he says and does, but he keeps it real. That's what I love about Cat Williams, that he keeps it real. And I want to show you guys. I'm going to see if I can do it. Uh. I'm going to show you guys. Cat Williams had an interview with Shannon Sharp, which is a former football player. And Cat Williams is a, a comedian, a current comedian. And um, he did an interview with Shannon Sharp. And he talks about um, the, what did you call it? He just talks about, like, you just being real about the situation and about, like, how he sees comedians and how they, they don't do nothing. They, their, their, their receipts don't show, like, it doesn't, like, grant them to talk the way they talk, but yet they still have this arrogance and ego attached to their life, but nothing to back it up. So Cat Williams just talks about, he just exposes that. It's like, you guys ain't done nothing. So how are you going to talk about being a king but you ain't did you ain't put the work in. So it kind of makes my point and I want to play this. I'm gonna try to do it on my own without Hassan here. Let me see if I can do it. Let's try it. Here we go. This is Cat Williams. I only put on comedians that are funnier than me. Anybody that ever told you differently was a fat Faison liar. There's nobody yeah, you, like you, me in the business. Faison just go to straight. Faison said that. Getting a Netflix special is easy. I have 12 specials. Guess how many Faison got? Zero. So Why is he allowed to have conversations about real stand-up people? We do not let people who are on the juice discuss real athletes. That's all. As a journalist, that's all. That's all I'm saying. Okay. I don't have, harbor any resentment to any of these entities because I can't be jealous. I've never seen them have anything that I ever wanted. 
if if y'all don't think that that's deep, I don't even know what to say. He said, you cannot let people who are on the juice discuss real athletes. This is the world. This is the world to the T. The world to the T. Talking all that. Chest out. But you ain't the real deal. Until the real deal walks in the room. That's why people in general, especially Christians, Got to be able to do it the right way. If it takes longer, if it sucks, if it's whatever. And you do that by being honest. And what I'm saying, the point I'm trying to make is we got to start being honest and we got to start like really working on ourselves properly. And stop taking these shortcuts because we don't think that they're a big deal, but you're cheating yourself and one cheat turns to two cheats, three cheats. And next thing you know, you are up here lying. Just think about that. Just think about this. Imagine you'd be a star athlete and then another athlete on your team, same position hops on steroids and you guys get the same amount of touchdowns, the same amount of yards, and you guys both get an award for it. And then he walks up and says he's better than you. That's how we operate in the world. That's, how, that's what we do. And it's like... You know what I mean? You're lying, and you know you're lying. So we got to stop lying. Is my point. Cat Williams said it. Don't let people who are on the juice discuss real athletes. And he's right. And that's why Cat Williams can sit up there and be a comedian. And uh, when he goes on interviews, he can be funny, but he can also get real with you. When was the last time you seen a, um, a comedian, besides like a couple of them, right, that will go up on an interview and when they talk real stuff, you believe them? It's rare that I see that. They always kind of hop on there and they're kind of like funny and goofy and like that's what they're known for, just being funny and goofy. They don't get real with you. It's because they're not grounded. Anyway. And then Frederick, I've been here talking some mess. I want to get to Frederick's comment. Frederick says, there's good pride and stubborn pride. You got to learn to dis distinguish between the two. What? Frederick, why are you lying to the people like that? Call in and explain, explain yourself. Because you're sounding crazy. Joel is uh, allergic to telephone calls. Not true. Disavow. All lies. Get behind me, Satan. I know what you mean, but that's how it goes, and you are black. What? <laughs> okay, let me get to some calls. I think Frederick is calling in, but hold on, Frederick. Let me get to 
Um, there's a couple lines still open here, guys. I'm going to get to some calls right here, and I'm going to get to some super chats. So um, you can call in 888-775-3773. Let me get to Gray really quick. First-time caller. Oh, not first-time caller. This is my friend Gray. Welcome to the show. You're on air. What's up, Joe? How you doing? How's it going, Gray? It's going good, bro. It's just raining over here in L.A. It's crazy. Yes, sir. It's been crazy. It's crazy today and last night, but uh, no. So I'm calling because um, you know I believe I believe everybody cheats, and mm. and no no one will ever know about it. Like in boxing, it's it's very well known that everybody is on something. And yeah. I don't know if you are aware, but there was this controversy surrounding LeBron and steroids. Oh, I don't know if you know about that. No, I didn't hear about it. Yeah, there's a big controversy of the days in Miami when he was playing in Miami that, um, you know, there was an, a name associated with him that was picking up this type of steroid. And mm. uh, some person got busted and threw some people under the bus about it. But, um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm, I think, honestly, when it comes to competition, bro, I honestly believe, like, there is no type of cheating. Like, like you're going to win no matter what. Like, if... Like in boxing, if somebody, if you get a, this happened in boxing, if somebody gets hurt to the body during like practice and that, and that spills out to the public, if that person gets that knowledge, is that cheating? Like if your opponent knows that, hey, this guy got hurt during training and his his rib is not so well. So if I hit him in the rib, is that cheating, you know? Well, that's a good point. I think that it also depends on how that information was was gathered how do they find that stuff out if you go about it trying to figure out that kind of stuff i think that that's like silly because it is it is almost like well now i'm looking now i'm finding his weak points so i'm gonna i'm gonna capitalize off of it i think that that is kind of a form of why don't you just go out there and play your game you could study tape like athletes and and boxers they study tape to know like what their other boxers are good and not good at right but yeah. to, like, try to figure out an injury, uh, I think that's kind of, in my opinion, pushing it. <laughs> yeah. No, this, uh, that's an example of a big fight that happened last year is uh, yeah. Ryan Garcia versus Tank Davis. And the sparring partner for Ryan Garcia leaked out to Tank's camp that he had hurt him to the body. And sure enough, the, the you know uh, fight night comes around, he gets yeah. hit to the rib, and yeah. and it's over, you know? Yeah. And I, and I I can see how I can see how people are they they are gonna capitalize off of that. But my mind, to be honest, and maybe that's why I ain't a boxer. My mind <laughs> would be like, man, I don't want to win that way. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. I want to be able to knock you out because I'm trying to knock you out, not because I hit your yeah. broken rib. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no. So there's this famous. <sighs> boxing story a guy named margarito and uh another guy named Miguel Cotto. yeah and uh this guy he wrapped his his hand wraps in like some type of plaster and like brutalized this guy Cotto. Yeah. and then it, and then he went up against another guy and they they were checking his gloves before the fight and they saw like a big piece of rock fall out of it so they Man. labeled him a cheater and and the guy got his revenge on the rematch, and he ended up kicking his ass. But um, it's crazy because then another, the guy who beat him 
he was on steroids. A guy named Shane Mosley. Oh man! So it's like the the steroid guy beat the guy with the hand wraps in and plaster. You know what I mean? Like so yeah, everybody's it, cheating. Yeah, everybody. Everybody's yeah, cheating. But, that's what I'm saying. It's like, but that's why, that's why we're not seeing like true, real, genuine things like and we don't even know what yeah, that looks yeah. like we don't even know what that would even look like you know what i mean oh, like no, not anymore yeah it's just unfortunate nah. so i don't know it's just a mess man and that's what I, i'm trying to point out but thank you gray I, I i gotta get to some of these other calls but um thanks for calling man oh no problem Lord. have a good one all right you too uh let me go to frederick see what fred let's see what frederick gotta say about it Lord have mercy. Frederick, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Good morning, Joel. How's it going? Going well, man. How are you? All right, all right. Now, I was talking about, like, the volume um, up. The good pride and the stubborn pride. You know how them um, older men that was like, I'll never go to a cell phone or I'm fixing my ways or I won't learn the Internet. Right. It'll keep you behind. That's the yeah. stubborn pride. Yes, sir. Because if you didn't wear the gloves, like you were setting your ways and didn't like change or not open to change, yeah, that's gonna that's gonna uh, it's gonna it's gonna handicap you. I agree. I you agree know what with I'm that. saying? Yeah. So therefore, that's not cheating. It's just evolving. So like you were talking about the um, Olympics, yeah, it could push some to have pride in staying natural and race against those steroided Olympics. And then we'll evolve as natural human beings, as the ones that want to be natural, that still compete with the steroids. If they want to waste their life, we can't yeah. wait. No, can't yeah. keep people off drugs. You know what I'm saying? If there, yeah. there's some, it's people out there that want to do it, that compete like that. I agree. I, I, and I don't so think you should ban them. To, he just wants to give people like an opportunity to be themselves. If they want to... If, if they let the people... Yeah. So breast on their chest. Why can't you just like compete or right. have a league of people that want to compete on some manly? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whatever. But to each his own is what I'm saying. Don't pick sides. And well, what do you, um, pride what you, is not ego when you're open for change. When okay, you're, so once you're um, um, setting goals and accomplishing goals, it lets you know that your mind is open and then what's more in your circumference or circle of knowledge. There's more outside of my circle to learn than it is that I know about because that's the only thing. I agree. I agree with what you're saying, but I don't see how, how do you define that as pride? Like, I don't see that as pride. What, what did you mean no, by there's pride, good pride? pride is, no. Pride, good pride is like accomplishing the goal after you open the change. Then oh, okay. it'd be like, okay, you're going to register success. Registering success, you're going to have a feeling of, okay, this can be done. Right. You're going to be I like, I can show yeah. somebody else how to do this. Each one, teach one. Yeah. I know I, the message. I can do the homework on my own and show uh, the work. Okay. I see what that, yeah. Is, I agree. Yeah. I Yeah, I agree. I think that there is like a a good sense of pride if we we're going to call it pride, but in the sense of like, you know that you put the work in or you know that that you took the right steps to do the right thing to get to the uh to get the reward let's just say so there's a That's sense exactly of pride yeah. I, did, I took the risk i deserve the reward 
Because right. most of most of the rewards are gonna come from the risk. And the risk of who out trains who I was explaining how hard work outperforms talent when talent don't work hard. Right. You know what I'm saying? Trump's a millionaire, of course, he was born that. But why praise him as being a billionaire if he's already rich when he's starting a company? You know what I'm saying? It's almost people just say, No, that's not the same phrase you a hater. Phone, well, that's kind of tough, though. That's kind of tough to compare because you still have to have a certain amount of work ethic in order to continue your success. So, Trunk, is, yeah, maybe he had like he had a little help. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, maybe he had a little bit of help in the beginning to where, or 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 really just a understanding because his father was who his father was. But in order for Trump to be who Trump is, Trump. It wasn't just riding off of money. He had to really like know what work ethic was. He had to know what it meant to be grounded and stand firm and speak the way he speaks. So I, I wouldn't give his. I wouldn't say he's all talent. I definitely think he earned his way, or he wouldn't be know. able to be. He wouldn't be able to speak the way he was. A few times. You know, he went bankrupt a few times. You know, he wasn't what. He went bankrupt a few times. Right, but that's that's even better. That's even better though, because now that's even more proof that he overcame that twice, and he made money again. He went bankrupt, and then he built himself up again, bankrupt again. Built himself like that's a definition of a man to me. But I agree with what you're saying about pride for sure. Yeah, yeah. Because if you, what if you would have tried the gloves on? And then start making the catch. Your stats went up, and people start looking at you. Would you? You could have been in a different place today. Right. So you're saying that? Oh, you're saying that Trump? You think Trump? Trump had the gloves on in the beginning? Yeah, I'm saying he might have had the gloves. Oh, okay, interesting. I don't think I don't think so, but I respect. I don't know. Yeah, I I respect. Some people ain't born with gloves. They got to go buy their gloves and get it out the mud to get them gloves. So when you're born with some sticky professional gloves, it's easy to catch that ball. I'm just saying. Fair enough. Fair enough, Roger. I appreciate it. Thanks for calling me and clearing it up. (laughs) All right, Joel. Take it easy. All right, man. Um, Hector. Out of New Mexico. Hector, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Oh, wait. Uh-oh. How's it going, Hector? What's up, Joe? Joel? How's well? Um, so on the Cat Williams thing, yeah, okay, so my question to you is, would you ever play a role in the movie of a inferior black man? A role in a movie of an inferior black man? Like, give me an example. What? Like a weak, oh. uh, uh, naggy black man <laughs> who almost got eight. What movie is this? Are you referring to? Uh, Friday After Next. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so like him playing uh, Money Mike. Yep. Uh, okay. It it would depend. It would depend on like what the the story, the 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 full picture of the story leads to. So what like right. what's the point of it? That would depend on that. Um. Would I play a cat with? Would I play Money Mike? I don't know if I would fit it. I don't know if I would be able to do it that way. But I will. I will say um, that according to Cat Williams, we don't know if this is true, but according to him, 
there was supposed to be a rape scene in the bathroom, even though yeah. that bathroom scene was was probably more than what I would do, right, with the whole stuff that he did. But yeah. he said that there was a rape scene in the bathroom that was supposed to be there, and his his morals couldn't um, he couldn't allow that to happen, or he wasn't okay with it. So he okay. he made a comment to try to um, change that part of the scene, and I guess according to him, he was successful. But yeah, I think that there's a a scale to what people will do and won't do, and maybe you and I wouldn't do play that role at all. Um, but to him, I guess he's seen it as okay. But what 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 point were you trying to make about it? So. Because you know, obviously, uh, it's 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 following. I mean, it's it's always going to follow him around now. And I, I I like Cat Williams. I think he's he's a great comedian, funny guy. Yeah. Um, but ever since I laid eyes upon that scene and, and him running down the street, oh. <laughs> from a big black man, um, Terry Crews. Yeah. I uh, my my standing on yeah. Cat Williams has oh, changed see. and. I just can't take him serious. I just wouldn't. I mean, at the same time, though, Hector, I just wouldn't also make such a a hard judgment about about him because of that. Because it's also just a character. You know what I mean? It's also just like a character that was funny and entertaining to watch. And it didn't really like, it didn't really too much. It wasn't too degrading, right? But it wasn't a serious thing. It was a, a funny movie and he was actually the antagonist of the movie. So he was like the, the, um, the, the villain. So to see him run away, was just kind of, kind of part of the, the storyline of like, Oh, we, we, we defeated the bully type of thing. So I don't think it was, um, yeah, to be looked upon as him being that in real life or him being less of a man, I wouldn't judge it too hard. Okay. So, I mean, Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's all I want though, because yeah. I, I know you you speak you speak good on um, Cat Williams, and and he does have a lot of things to say. I mean, good things to say. So yeah. But I wasn't calling to be combative with you. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 Wondering if, if you okay. Well. Yeah. I don't I, look I at it like. That. Yeah, and I'll just say this real quick. I don't look at it like uh, I don't look at him as a beta male because of that scene because I don't know him. Personally, I do like the, some of the things he says, but there's things that I disagree with. But I don't, I don't look at him as less of a man for doing running away from Terry Crews. But I appreciate it, uh, Hector, for the call. Call me again. Gotcha. Have a good one. All right, man. You too. Um, yeah, that's not. A, I don't look at that as a big deal. I don't even look at the guys who wear in a dress, like Martin Lawrence, who wear a dress and makeup, and all these people who do that kind of stuff. Tyler Perry, like. I was entertained when I watched it. I was laughing. Ha ha. It was funny to me. So I don't think it's like as bad as people make it, but it also depends on what they did to get those kind of roles. And there is more to selling the soul than just uh, being entertained by it. So Cat Williams obviously knows more about behind the scenes and what people are willing to do to get those type of roles. And that can be degrading, but to play a character, I don't know. I just don't think it's like that bad. But that's just me. Would I do it? Uh, That's a good question. I don't know. 
Depends how much money they give me. No, nah, I'm playing. <laughs> but anyway, man, uh, I got to end the show. William, Rick, and the other callers on the line, I'm sorry. Um, but I got to end it because American Anchor Baby's coming in. But call me tomorrow. And if you guys call me tomorrow, no matter what time you call in, I'll make sure to get to you as soon as I, as soon as I can. Because I know you guys were waiting. But American Anchor Baby is coming in. Appreciate you guys for uh, watching another episode of Joel Friday TV. Um, and I'll see you guys tomorrow. Who knows what's on the list for topics. But I'll see you guys tomorrow. Follow me across the floor Joel Friday TV. I just posted a, a clip of the interview I did with Jake, Jake Julius. And it was deep and it was mainly share that video. We talked about should men chase women and we have all kinds of different things that I'm going to be posting about that interview. But man, men need to hear, especially millennials. We, they need to be hearing that kind of talk. Gen Z, Gen A. Ain't nobody need to be chasing women. So share those videos, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. And until next time, y'all appreciate it. See you tomorrow. Wait up. Peace.